0: So we learned, um, yesterday I think it was, on, on Kuf Tesvav, Amut Be'ez, we learned the Rashi, um, where he said, where well, you don't have to take the Seder plate away except from the one who's reading. Ha-gadol Just the senior person at the table who's saying the Haggadah, and we said from there we see that according to Rashi, the Haggadah is only said by... The Balag, the person, the seder, the person who's running the seder, and everybody else listens. Um, so there's a, a, a very important Sfaradi Posek of Moshe Alashkar, who was uh, from Spain and came to Eretz and was uh, was influential. in Pesach left to say for Shalis which I only saw quoted. I haven't seen it inside. I'm always a bit hesitant to quote something that I haven't seen inside. But the uh, he says in in Simen Yud in the. It's in that, that Hagodah, the whole mitzvah of Haggadah is to say it out. That's what Haggadah means, to say it. So, how can you be Yotze if you're sitting passively and somebody else is saying it? The whole thing is about the is You've got to say it, is what is what he says, which is against the diukh that we had in Rashi. The minchas the chinuch proves from our Gemoran, the way we learnt in Rashi, that only one person says the go where does he learn it from, or that one, anyone, it's okay for one person to say it. So in our at the bottom of Kufte Zion, our days, Omer Rav Acha Bar Yaakov. So Rav Acha Bar Yaakov was a Talmud of Rav Hunah. Rav Hunah was a Talmud of Rav and Shmuel, you remember. Rav and Shmuel was a Talmud of Rabbi Yehuda So Rav Acha Bar Yaakov is, is early on and an, a, and an important, very, a very, very important Omer. And he says, A blind person is potu. He doesn't have to come to the Seder. He can, he can listen to Kiddush and come for dinner. He doesn't have to hear the Haggadah. Why? He learns, the Rashbam says he learns. It says in the case of Ben-Sorir or ze. this is our son who has been a rebellious son. And here the word ze is also used. Um, somewhat unnecessarily in both cases. So when the Torah says Zeh, it's always referring to something that you can point at, something that you can indicate at. And we learn from that that if a parent is blind, he can't declare his son or she can't declare, they can't declare their son as a Moya. They must be able to point out to him and identify him. And if they can't do that, they can't make a moya. So we apply the same principle to Zeh, -Zeh," that you must be able to see the matzah and moro. Otherwise, you're not mekayim Ruzen, and the whole Hagodah you don't have to do. And he asked them, "What Now, Mareimer, who's now at the, towards the end of the period of the Amorim, So this is much later. Mareimer is a of Rav Ashi. Rav Ashi is at the end of the Gemara. Yosef. <speaking in Hebrew> I asked in the base of of Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef was blind. Man, How did they bear Rav Yosef in the house of Rav Yosef? Who used to say the Hagodah? They answered, Omru, Rav Yosef." <laughs> they said, "Rav Yosef used to say the Hagodah, even though he was blind." be um, so I, I, in, in the house of, of the Basin of Sheshes, Rav Sheshes was also blind. Omru, Rav Sheshes." Of course, Rav Sheshes used to say the Hagodah, so there's no that no, no, they were blind. "So Kasavri Rabbonen matza bisman hazed Michal Michlal Rabachah be Yaakov sova matza bisman hazed so it would seem that the Rabbonin who hold Rav Yosef and Rav Shishis, who all said the Haggadah, even though they were blind, they held that saying the Haggadah and Matzah, all, everything today is Bid Rabbonin, whereas maybe Rav Echa B'yakov held that it was Doraisa, that it was a Torah law, and therefore you've got to follow with the Zereshov. Zer, Zer, and Asuma, if you're blind, you can't do it. For Rav Echa B'yakov, who do'm a Matzah bismana Zed and then the Gemara says, but Rav Acha himself said elsewhere that matzah bisman hazeh, nowadays the mitzvah of matzah is the and it's not the Raysa, called the Tikkun and it can do Tikkun. So he clearly holds, yes, it's the rabbonin, but the Rabonin, when they legislate a, a, a principle, they legislate it with the same parameters as the Torah. So just as in, according to the mitzvah of the Torah, if you're blind, you, you, you can't do it. So the mitzvah of the rabbonin was legislated in exactly the same way. Rav Sheshu Rav Yosef, Nami I called Zikun. Rabban Ken What about What about Rav Yosef and Rav Sheshes? Benenu Hu Benenu Ze. If you read the piece of Ben Seirah Meire, the right way to write it would have been Benenu Hu. This he is our son. What is Benenu Ze? The, the Ze is very emphatic. Shmamim I Clearly, the Torah is saying you must be able to identify him. Ze, what will the Torah write instead of Bavur ze"? "ba'avur matzah u'morah huda'ato." The the Seder comes because of matza and mora, and that's a, that's a really important list as an, an aside. The Seder comes because of matzah and moro. The Rashbam says that means um, that we do it in memory of the of, of the Mitzrayim. We eat matza and mora. huda matzah u'morah huda'ato lekachani ochel matzah u'morah Zechel lema sheasuli betzeti Mitzrayim." I eat matzah and moro in memory of what we did in Mitzrayim. But the lotion of the gemorrah is, uh, is not quite like the way that Ashbam learns it. And there's the famous Reb Chaim Briska that you've probably heard, the Bavu Zeh. This is an example, and this is foundational to an understanding of Jewish history, which is contrary to any other way of learning history, as Reb Chaim says. It's not that we eat matzah and moro in order to commemorate something that happened thousands of years ago. Hashem. Hashem took me out of Mitzrayim so that we would have a seder two thousand years later. So the history is created by Hashem to fulfill the mitzvahs later on. I'm talking about pre-pre Torah history, pre-pre Sinai history. All of that history is created so that there would be what we do—the the, the sukkahs and the midbar. Were that the reason for that was so that we would have sukkahs for the rest of eternity. Yetzius Mitzrayim was why? said that we should have a seder every Pesach. So it's a reverse approach to history, where we, what we, in, in normal history we would think of the event as the cause and the commemoration as the effect. The B'chaim says, no, the commemoration is the ikah. That's the main thing. The, you, it's, it happened thousands of years ago so as to facilitate a Pesach, so it shouldn't just be nothing, just make a Pesach, We've got to, so we commemorate. But the real thing, what it's all about, is the commemoration, not the event, which is a completely interesting twist on the understanding of history. But what's important from here, the Minches Chinuch brings from this whole story, he says, v'hinei boru, the in Bor, <Hebrew> mitzvah, in the beginning, he says, <speaking in Hebrew> all the mitzvahs that need dibur, that are of speech-related, Echad One person can be mutzi another person. With the exception of kriyashma, where one person can't say it for somebody else, the Yishami explains why. But the, but apart from that, if there's a mitzvah like birkat Hamazon one person can say it on behalf of another. <coughs> so the same applies here. Even if he's already had the Hagodah and he's with somebody for later on, after he's said the Haggadah, he can still be Moetzi, this other person. He's already done his mitzvah. He can still be Moetzi, the other person. they must both be Mechuyev the and The Gemara brings a proof from Rav Yosef and, and Rav Sheshes. That, a, that the, that the summa is Chayev, that, that he can say the Haggadah. And they're bringing a proof. What did they ask? Who said the Haggadah in those houses? They said Rav Sheshit did, Rav Yosef has. You see, what they're proving is that since he was Chayev, since Rav Yosef and Rav Sheshis were Chayovim, although they were blind, they could do the Haggadah on behalf of everybody else that was present. That's how, that's how we see. So you see from this, is the certain, that the Haggadah is no different to <coughs> any other mitzvah in pair, and therefore one can be moitzvah somebody else. Uh, Reb Moshe Alashkar says, Haggadah is different. It's not the same as every other mitzvah. Haggadah means the actual mitzvah is the saying of the words. It's not like, like is a mitzvah, the way you do the, the mitzvah is by saying it. In the case of Haggadah, the, the, the saying it is the mitzvah. It's not the way you do the mitzvah. That is the mitzvah. He to the bincha. That is the mitzvah. So how can you do it if you're only listening and you're not saying? So I think if we learn it a little differently from the minchas chinuch, then we can answer the the Rabbi Moshe Alashker as well. So the minchas chinuch says it's like any other mitzvah, like Birka like, Samos, like, and you've got a bench, you do it prepared. I can be to you. You've got to do hagada. You do it. Prepare. You do it with your mouth. It's words. I can do it for. I can do it for you. And the Moshe Alashka says no. Haggadah is different. Hagada. It's the mitzvah itself. So let's take the Moshe Alashka one step further and say yes. Haggadah is the mitzvah itself. What does the word Haggadah mean? So it's vihigadata levincha. There's a difference between amira and dibur on the one hand, and Haggadah on the other hand. Amira and dibur. You can speak to yourself and you can speak to somebody else. The world was created with ten sayings. Hashem said, Who did he say it to? Didn't say it to Didn't say, Just, he said it with the Dibur, he created the world. So Dibur doesn't have to have a listener. But Hagodata is always the is always is you telling. It's a story. You can't tell a story if nobody's listening. The way you tell is to have, you need two people. It's a conversation. Hagada is conversation. Dibur and amira is speech. That's a difference. So the, the Reb Moshe Alashka is right when he says, Haggadah is different from Dibur. You can't compare this to Birka Samozon. Birkat Amazon is Dibur. You don't have to have anybody else there. So you can bench on your own. But Vigadah to bincha. You've got to be mugged, You've got to say it. So let's take it a step further and say Moshe That's great. That's very nice. But what does Hagoda mean? Somebody's speaking. Somebody's listening. It doesn't mean that then now the listener has to speak as well. That's not Hagoda. I tell the story. Then you tell the story back to me. That's not I Hagoda conversation is one person speaking, one person's listening. The listener asks questions. That's what you do when you're listening. You don't just repeat. You listen. You ask questions. That's a conversation. If you're listening to somebody and you don't ask a question, it's very. It's, it's not a conversation. It's it's passive. Hagada, and we see how important the sheelas Habein is. That this is about conversation, and we learn from here how to have a conversation. And you think it's simple, and I'll tell you, not only isn't it simple, but it hardly ever happens that people have conversations. People speak, people listen, but they don't have a conversation. Having a conversation is the person who's speaking is designing the speech for the listener. That's Haggadah. I'm talking to somebody. I'm not just talking. That's Haggadah. And listening, and it has content. And I'm communicating the content to you. Part of Haggadah is that you're listening actively, you're listening carefully, you're listening to every word. And if you're listening, it's not possible you're not going to have questions. I'm expressing an idea, a new idea, my own idea. And you're just going to sit and nod your head? Not, that's not a conversation. There, ha, there have to be questions. That's another reason why we spoke the other day, Ben. i sure that the, the difference between listening to a shir online and participating. You listen online, it's not Haggadah. It's Amira. You're listening to somebody babble on. And it's the same with the Zoom thing. You're listening to somebody babble on, So it's better than nothing. You're listening to somebody babble rather that than nothing. But that's not conversation. That's not Haggadah. Where somebody's sharing a Hiddu, sharing a way of learning, sharing an understanding, and you're part of that, and you're listening actively, and you're eliciting more explanation from the person, and you ask a question, and there's a conversation afterwards, that's Haggadah. And the Seder teaches us how to have conversation. That being the case, it's quite clear that you, the Balag, you don't have to have everybody saying, you know, everybody reading at the same time, like some people do. That's not Haggadah, everybody reading the Haggadah. No go that is somebody who has a story to tell and everybody else sits and listens and asks good questions and creates conversation around the table says that